Welcome to episode three of Lunch Beers. What's up, everyone? Uh, episode three, the great Bambino, the babe, the salt and the swat, the colossus of clout, the king crash, the titan of terror, the king of swing, Babe Ruth, episode three. How are we doing, guys? I know we're pretty shitty because uh, we just came off a holiday weekend, but we got some beer in front of us, and that's all that matters. It's a big beer, too. Huge beer. I got the uh, the name of it right here. So, from our hometown brewery, Home Court Advantage, Brew Works, right below us, we have the Nick of Time, 6.7 ABV. It's a Citra IPA. I'm pretty excited to taste this, boys. Let me tell you. Taking my first sip right now. Tastes good. <clears throat> Can confirm it tastes good. What are you guys thinking? Um, I kind of have a I kind of have a thing for citrus IPAs. Kind of bring me a sweet side to the aggression. So I like these a lot. And this one's really good and it's smooth. So I'll go like a 7.2 on this one. Jared? Well, I can tell you one thing. I'm not going to be thirsty because this is a hefty 32 fluid ounce. I was going to say, uh, Jareed over here got the, uh, what are they called? Crowlers? Crowlers. Crowlers for the boys. 32 fluid ounces, one quart. Quick math for you guys. It's on the that's on the can. I didn't do quick. Nine math. bucks a pop too. Can't beat it. Yeah. How do you uh, how do you feel about it? Uh, I like Citra IPAs, but this one is like, it's there's like some type of like cinnamon or like sugary flavor at the end that I'm like, I'm not crazy about. So I'm gonna give it a five. Oh, five. What the? Okay. You think it's a five? It's just the aftertaste. It was, I, and I'll, I'll actually, I'll say this: I had it off the draft before we came in today, and off the draft, I would give it like maybe a six or a seven. So it's the Jamarcus Russell of beers. Yeah. So it, I don't, I don't. Hot know. out the draft, but not so much. In, yeah, in, in the time. can, it's a little there different. There you go. And um, what do you think, Frank? I am feeling a. <clears throat> I like it. I mean, anything, you know, the citrusy kind of flavor. I'm all about. I think I'm closer to you, Eli. I'm going to go 7.1. 7.1, Nick of Time, 6.7 ABV, a Citra IPA from Fegley's Brewworks. Use prices right at me. Yeah. Reverse. I, yeah. <laughs> I did you some. I did do that for you. Um, like I said, guys, we just came off a holiday weekend. We're all feeling, well, we were feeling great. We came back, though. I'm sure all you guys did. I came back to 325 emails. What the fuck? <laughs> this past Tuesday, I opened up my laptop, and it was that many emails. Your face, dude. His, your eyes almost came out of your head like, right there. What am there. I supposed to do with that? <laughs> so Why? tough. Oh, my God. How many did you guys have after the weekend? Uh, I mean, I we had Monday off. I, I didn't even – so no PTO. I don't know. It's too much to count. Pages, I mean, thousands have been in my inbox in the last, like, two months. So I, I just try to avoid the number at this point and just see who's talking to me or who I'm CC'd on that I can ignore. Jared? Yeah. You know what? I'll tell you one thing, too. There's nothing worse than the company emails that you get that are, like, internal emails, whether it's – like trainings, what you know, this is my job. I'm up to date. I know what's going on. 
But it's like, so-and-so did this, or so-and-so took a poop, or so-and-so had fish for lunch and now the whole floor smells. It's like, yeah, I don't care. Like, I Dude, really don't care. The worst part is the reply all to oh, those emails. Yes, dude, pain. I want to go to the closest bridge that has water under it and jump off. Why do people reply all? I don't know. I don't get it. I had I had the other day, I had a congratulations email because some guy I never even heard of got promoted to some role I never heard of. And there was like 30 people saying congratulations. Right. That was crazy. And when you're doing something important or you're like you're actually trying to catch up on work and it's just flooding in, I had 538 new emails today. Oh, and I was a, off since Wednesday. That's a kick in the dick. Yeah. So, and I had a lot to do. Like I was submitting deals. Um, I only had time to like speak with two of my clients today verbally. So much paperwork, so much catching up, and it's just like. You know, I would love to know corporations that let you work off MacBooks, too, because most people will, uh, they'll cheap out on you and throw you an HP and the amount of pop-ups I get. Bro, the ThinkPads. I get so triggered by pop-ups, dude. It's like you could put me in a padded room when I get pop. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm shaking. I'm, like, grabbing my legs, and I'm trying to work, and it's just like pop-up, pop-up. Then you lag out, and you lose your train of thought. Oh, my God. Let me, uh, real quick. Since we uh, we're so lucky to have Ralph on the mic tonight, right? Our our edit guy is he's here. What's going on, gentlemen? And the I producer, kn- dude. I know you have a couple thoughts on some work laptops. Have you ever used a ThinkPad with the little uh, the little nub in the middle? You ever get so tired at work, you're so dead at the end of the week, you just one finger on the nub and you just try to work your way. You're at the finish line limping. Well, so here's the thing. I thought we were living in the 21st century. So the last time HP notebook. Frig- I thought that stuff was outdated since 2002. Apparently not. Corporate America loves it. They live off of it. So much so they'll give you one for free and it'll ruin your life. So in regards to pop-up things, Jared, I, what bothers me the most is logging on, getting onto a VPN, and then the VPN shitting out every 33 seconds oh. telling me that we're on, we're not on, and I can't even check my damn emails. Dude, I have it's to so good it. at its job that not even you can access it's the information. So <laughs> It just locks it in a vault and keeps it away from any human being ever. It's like you put in your login credentials and it's just like, nope, not you. It's brutal. (laughs) Back to Fortnite. (laughs) Um, Are you guys back in the office yet? I know uh, three of us here have worked the same job and we're not. So I guess this question is for you, Eli. Yes, I do work in an office. and You're back around regular people. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Five days a week. Dude, it was, yeah. it was weird for a little bit. I'm going to be honest. Um, I'm not going to lie, though. Like, dude, I was, I was talking to myself when I was working from home at that point. Like, I was just dying for connection. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I was literally just borderline like, hey, Eli, how are you doing? I was like, nope, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. It's like Dave Chappelle was talking about Dancing with the Stars. He's like, you know your career is over. When Dancing with the Stars gets you. Oh, so, you go, so every time they call me up, I go, not yet. <laughs> yeah, so uh, are you guys going back to the office next week, Jared, Ralph? Or it's next week, right? The uh, plan? I, plan yeah, the action or I, whatever I they call it? I believe so, but like, it, right, you would think 10 days from now, you're coming back. I, I have zero idea what's going on. Like, Same. I, <laughs> I started my job working remote, so I don't know 
oh, where that's crazy. I'm at or secured. Like I have nothing. And they're like, yo, like, come on, enjoy your time. And I'm like, guys, I don't even know where I'm freaking sitting. <laughs> I forgot like, about that. I have no idea what's going on. And everybody's like, don't worry about it. You'll do great. I'm like, that's not what I'm even worried about. I'm worried about where am I working? And they're like, yeah. oh, don't worry. You'll I'll have tell fun. You, I'll I'm tell like, you where okay. you're working in an inner city that has a, a crime rate. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I remember one time we were at the office and it was just like, we all got an update that someone just, it was like a fucking shooting right out, like right next to our building. That was when I was interviewing. Dude, there's shell casing. I'm walking to my car and I can see the shell casing on the road. Dude, I'm like, I still cool. took the job. <laughs> <laughs> Times are tough. That's Dude. funny though, Ralph, because it's the exact, the exact opposite for me like i had my desk there and everything like i'm actually ready to go back i i left my shit there like when we left in what was it march 2020 i left all my shit there like i haven't been back to my desk since like i know guys and girls that had fucking food like everything yeah. at yeah. their desk you and you they, they just cleaned it right no they just no. left it Dude. oh no way i know people that left plants <laughs> i went back for my perishable items because i had like protein stuff in there and the gym reopened i'm like yo i have i got the gains in the desk right now so i went back to get them and i get in the elevator say hi to the security lady she's the only one in the building go up fifth floor and the first thing i hear in my head as i look around to these humanless cubes was fifty thousand people used to live here now it's a ghost town and I literally felt like I, it was it was weird being in there all by yourself. I'm like, no one's in there. You're like, yo, I have all this stuff you just fuck with. And I took Troy's Aaron Rodgers thing and I hit it. So we'll put that for a later date. Yeah, no, it, it is really weird um, going there because my boys on my team said that they went to the office and it was like super eerie. But I feel like what's even going to be weirder is going back to the office yeah. because it's just seeing everyone again, right? So like, I don't know how, like there's people on my team that I've never met in person. So like, how do I interact with them? Like, I just don't. Oh, you mean I got the job during yeah, COVID? Yeah, and it's kind of like, like you where I've been there. Like I, I had my team, like whatever, but now we go back and there's people on my team that like I've never met in person. So it's going to be so fucking weird just to like interact with them because I've seen them on my computer for how long, but I've never seen them face to face as you and I are right now. Like, it's just weird. I hate, I, I'm dreading that. Is that I'm like ready your biggest go fear going back? Yeah, I'm dreading that. I am dreading just that awkward little, hey, I know you, but I don't really know you. Should we hug? Should we high five? Should we handshake? Like, I don't know what to do. Should we make out in the bathroom during our yes. lunch break? <laughs> yeah, like, yes. yeah, I don't know, It's man. the editor, it's the editor. <laughs> Is she winking at me? Yeah, I don't know. The is already getting called. I can hear yeah. <laughs> So I just don't know how to act, and I feel like the first happy hour out, I'm just going to make a fool of myself. Nah. I think I am. Just right. start start reviewing a beer if you get nervous. Yeah. It's just so weird because on the spectrum of just how to act. So we've had, I don't know if you guys had it, but we've had Zoom happy hours and they've been the worst fucking thing ever. Like I go, I log on to, I dread Another thing I dread, I dread a lot of things, I guess. So another thing I hate is when I get an invite for a Zoom happy hour. How awkward are those? They are bad. Oh, my God. Let's take a poll real quick. You got, Have you guys all been in one? 
Yeah, I, we've all lost our Zoom happy hour virginity. Yeah. Yo, who clanked the mic? Who cheers the mic? Shut up. Who touched? No, I, I saw did. that a lot, oh. dude. I did it, but I got nervous. Like I didn't know what to do because people were doing something. I was like, I can't just, I can't just like sit here, like holding it like a commercial. And I was like, I don't know what to do. And then I, I cheers the mic, and oh. I, I, I immediately regretted it. It's oh, like wearing a bad no. outfit out. I was like, everybody sees me. You're one of those guys. You're one of those office guys. I was one of those guys. I've <laughs> so, changed. The reason <laughs> I don't why join they, anymore. The reason why they suck is. Uh, for example, right before 4th of July weekend, I had like a division-wide happy hour. Like I'm talking 200 people on a happy hour. And you go on and it's just whoever's the highest ranking person on the happy hour. So whether it's a sales executive or your manager or your VP, whoever's the highest ranking person, everyone else waits for them to talk and it's just awkward and they start talking and they go on about some story. And then after the story said, they're like, oh, why isn't anyone else saying anything? Like, it's awfully quiet. But the reason it's like that is because two people can't talk at the same time. If 10 people were at a bar together, you would usually group off like two, two, three, like whatever it would be. But on a Zoom happy hour, you have 10 plus People in in this past case, two hundred people that only one person could talk at once. How fucking weird is that? <laughs> That's so awkward, right? Yeah, no, it's a it mandatory stand up comedy hour. Because then the you have you have two people that talk at the same time, and they're both like, "Oh, sorry, uh, you go ahead," <laughs> and they both say that, and then no one talks. So then it's silent for a couple like seconds, and then they start talking again, and it's just them two trying to talk over each other. And you do that, you repeat that process for like, I don't know, 30 minutes. Yeah. It's I awful. Used, I used to just practice guitar. shit housed while it's going? Yeah. Like if I was in oh, that absolutely. scenario, dude, I, I'd put the beer aside. I'd be the only would, guy with the bottle. I'd be the only guy with just a bottle of vodka. Oh, I'd just be like, whatever, I'm ripping dude. Shots. I'm just doing this, dude. I can't deal with that sober. That's brutal. I'm ripping shots the whole time. Especially back in like March and I'm April. I'm going off camera. Pandemic. Yeah, I'm going off camera and ripping a shot like every like five minutes because I can't deal with that <laughs> awkwardness. I just can't do it. You want to hear awkward? I had a Zoom happy hour and our, our VP decided that, and this was a previous job, that uh, we worked really hard and we deserved to relax. So what, what they did was they they brought a comedian on and they added them to the meeting. Oh my And the comedian God. was just a window in this big Zoom, right? So like, like any comedy show you've ever been to, it's just legitimately like, they point people out in the crowd and they make fun of them, right? Like it's the same on a Zoom call, if not worse. Like you can zoom in on the person. You can see their name, how it's spelled. And this man starts tearing everybody up. And you can see my VP just go flush like in the <laughs> face. Like, dude, comedy and like HR, like don't line up like at all. Those two aspects don't work. <laughs> not at all. Like a comedian and an HR department do not like that's like. Uh... The only reason I joined, I was like, there's just no way this goes well. <laughs> so I'm going to crack a beer with a term my camera off no one's even gonna know i'm here unless they see my name and i'm just gonna sit back and really relax how many flakes melted during that oh my during god that meeting? Dude, That's a a scorcher, it's a flash flood warning <laughs> dude yeah so uh zoom happy hours are the worst you know what also sucks is when i try to come back from a vacation which is tough already uh kudos to me no big deal you know i, I i'm putting it on my shoulders I, I work through 
the uh, vacation depression. But I come Tuesday and someone up above, way above my pay grade, decided that Tuesday off of the um, you know July 4th weekend was the best time to move accounts around. So Tuesday and Wednesday, the past two days, I've had zero accounts and I work in a sales job that needs to sell to accounts. Are you for, an inbound or an outbound? I'm an inbound. Oh, so lucky, dude. I'm chasing, I'm chasing leads, dude. Chasing on the phone 24 hours a day, on the highway calling, trying to catch leads. But I wish. I just don't understand how they chose that this past Tuesday and Wednesday were the best days to realign accounts. Like, why wouldn't they do that like overnight? Because people need something to do. It's just, I, I've had no accounts these last two days. Like, what are they doing? Do they expect you to, like, make up for lost time that's, then that way? That's another thing. We have metrics, right, that we need to hit. Who am I supposed to call when I can't connect to the dialer and call anyone? Am the I taking, dialer. Am, am I taking crazy pills or is just this, like, this is it? This is the life I live. <laughs> I no, think the latter. Yeah, right. No, that's what, I think this, the people that are listening to, for those of you that don't know how a sales job or some sort of sales position works, right? Like there's a lot of metrics that you have to hit because let's just face it, every month you're not going to hit. I mean, listen, there are people that hit every single month. They're absolute studs, of course, but nine times out of 10. They no, just don't do anything else. Yeah, exactly. Nine times out of 10. You're chasing constantly. Like, you know, you might have a 10K quota. You're showing up short every once in a while. So the way the companies kind of like go back and forth with it is like, look, at least if you hit your metrics, you're doing this, we're not going to fire you, right? So I think what Frank's trying to get at is like, yeah, so now all of a sudden he comes in to do all these follow-ups with these leads coming in so we can get not only roll call, close deals, he now has nothing on his in his pipeline for Tuesday and Wednesday, and then eventually someone's going to come knocking and going, hey, so uh, your activity's been extremely low. What's up? And he's like, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea what to say because people <laughs> thought it was smart to change my entire system around. Yeah, they're going to come to me at the end of the week like, what the fuck were you doing? <laughs> like, what do you mean what I, I was doing? I love when that like, happens, uh, dude, and then you could just throw flame back at him. I was in one of those situations today where um, client peaks acquisition came down, and it was like, hey, Reach out to these people. Cool, did it. Um, the person who was heading the project, I reached out to them. I'm like, hey, man, I'm going on vacation on these dates. I need um, some employee information so I can verify this stuff and submit this deal. Dude sent it to me like 4.45 the day before I went to vacation. Nope. Thinking you're going to do no. it. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I worked all my last vacation, and it, you know what? It wasn't even worth it because I, I got pissed off for the whole day. And there was just a day in my vacation where I was bad. And I was like, you know what? I'm not even wasting the time. I'm not going to do it. And he gave me, you know, he decides to give me sass today. And I was like, what do you, hey, man, like, pay me a little more. Maybe I'll do it. Oh, Sorry. Man. Um, <laughs> Unreal. Selfish people. Yeah. yeah. I know we've been, Seriously. we've been shitting on our jobs a lot. But you know what's fucking sweet about our jobs? That not a lot of people have and we take granted for PTO, baby. Oh, my God. I didn't work for four straight days and got paid like I should have gotten paid. Like, that's awesome. It is pretty great. That's awesome. My brother. Uh, well, before this, I was a bartender, so I had to work to get paid. And now being able to sit on my deck all day with a cooler full of beer 
and getting paid at the same time, that's like amazing. My brother just got a uh, an actual job. And uh, the first time he experienced PTO, it was like a gift from God. Oh, it's like definitely it, an it was like it was like a um, I don't even know what uh, an epiphany or like I don't even know what I'm trying to say. But he described it as just like an awakening. Where <laughs> he goes in the next day and like all those hours are accounted for, and he's like, "Fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's so great." That is the nice thing about PTO. It's just. Just there, baby. We earn it. Whatever you yeah. want. <laughs> until it goes away. Yeah, until you run out of it. Until then you use it all and you're like, son of a bitch. <laughs> it's tough. It's great. It hurts. I love it. Oh, man. Lastly, because I'm finally leaving uh, two weeks from now, um, well, leaving the home office and going back to the office, what's your guys' favorite thing about working from home? Because we're going to miss it. I know I talk shit on it now. But we're definitely going to miss it, especially me. I talk all this shit about how I'm so ready to go back to the office. But working from home, <laughs> when it's gone, I'm going to miss it, man. Well, it's not gone fully. It's hybrid. Yeah, I right? know. I know. But It'll still. take it away one day. Eventually. Yeah. But that's the one thing I don't, right? Like, why? Like, my question is just always why, especially if, like, for example, our division that we're in, what, like 37% while everybody's working from home? Totally understand that scenario, right? Totally get it. Especially when, uh, what was it, the CEO, the president of um, Morgan Stanley uh, was just like, yo, I'm tired of people getting paid New York wages living in Utah. So, like, totally understand it. But on the flip side, it's like, yo, in a weird way, like, why don't you reward your employees, right? Like, so I think that's where that hybrid – so will we go back five days a week? I think we're, we're starting at two. Um, but I think – and let me know if you guys think something different. But I think the perfect work schedule is Monday work from home. Tuesday office, Wednesday office, Thursday office, Friday work from home. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, but I don't think they'll do that because they know you're not going to work Fridays and Mondays. <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, here's the other thing, too. Though. Basically fading in and out. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, know. they know you're not going to work. Yeah, but here's, here's the other thing, though. Like, <laughs> what, about, what about, like, sick days? Because what if I just have, Define like, a— sick day, though. Yeah, because, right, what if I just have, like, a <laughs> maybe a mild cough or sinus infection, but, like, yeah, I feel fine. Like, I could still go to the gym and— take a run like I'm not dying but I don't want to get anyone else sick but also don't want to lose any hours but you have to take sick dude when I got yeah right but what if I can just why 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 do I have to take sick hours I can just work from home yeah so yeah, I don't true. know you know what I mean they yo that's see this is what happens when these corporations play the woke game and the thing that pisses me off about people the most is they're just gonna sheep right back in it's bad right back in they're gonna sheep in instead of like question these people and be like hey like what's good with all this subjectivity at least explain it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And you know what, though? I'm not going to lie. I'm definitely going to be that cheap. That's why I need guys like you to be like, <laughs> stop. Stop what you're doing. Don't listen to them. Because when it goes back you're to it. You're being herded. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, that's me, though, man. Like, I'm going to be like, oh, okay. Can I watch sports? Oh, okay. I'll follow your way. Does, <laughs> it, does that have anything to do with you being Canadian? No, I'm just kidding. I'm no, just kidding. I'm just I don't kidding. know, man. Canadian. I have no kidding. clue. Canadian. I'm just kidding. Bill C-10, look it up. Anyway, yeah, the thing is, Frank, is we live in America, dude, and it's a great land, and you're a smart guy, and you're a cool guy. You can go get a, you can go get a job somewhere else. Like, I'm wow. at the point. thanks, where, man. You know, and, and you should feel like that, because I personally feel like I have a pretty nice resume. Had to beat my quota last year, and uh, just be like, go ahead, fire me. And then I pull out the resume, hand it to somebody, and I think, like, there's someone that's going to be genuinely, like, smart, and people that care about their employees, and book. Well, do you see oh, the why'd amount, you get fired? Do you see the amount of people leaving? 
Oh, it's I will insane. Never, I will never disclose what Dude, company I work for. I've, ha- I've had three people on my team leave in the last two weeks. Dude, it's almost That's like they're, a lot it's almost of like people. they're calling their bluff, right? Like, it's almost like the company is like, yeah, we'll see if they're really going to leave. And then they're leaving and they're like, yo, that's just one. And then it's, yo, that's two. And then 10 later, they're like, yo, we're like short staffed somehow. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, instead of just changing it, we're going to just keep bringing on new people. But yep. little do they know, like, have fun carrying, like, Two million yeah. in quota for they the next do that six all, months. They they'll do that all the time though, and that's like, it, it, they don't care. Like they'll deal with the turnover. They do not care. Oh yeah, you're a number. You're just getting you're getting it out. You're taking down. I don't you know understand I mean? that though. From like a publicly traded business, like why would you do that instead of like in keeping your good people and keeping them happy? Like just fattening up. It's like it's like a McDonald's chicken. Like instead of. They're, you know, instead of going and getting a good chicken, they're just going to put the steroids in it and kill it in like a month. And it's just like, you know, quantity over quality. That's, I don't, the, cor- I don't get it. that's the corporate life, it man. Um, yeah, we uh, we vented a lot. Good job, good, guys. Good I'm proud of us. Boys. Can we um, talk about, uh, <clears throat> I have to jump in. I'm sorry. Talk about getting reprimanded in the workplace, though. I got to jump the segment. The, the Shikari thing. I've been dying at this question. I was sitting behind the wheel driving to work today. So Shikari can't run, right? Because she smoked weed. We've all seen it. What do you guys think is a real performance enhancer? Where is weed a performance enhancer? Uh, video games? Like, I don't even know. It's it's wild because they fucked her, man. How is it performance enhancing? Like, like why is she getting screwed out of it? That's a wild. That's a wild question, right? Like. She's just getting butchered for smoking weed and saying it's performance enhancing when it does the exact opposite. And the funny thing is she's a runner, too. <laughs> like she, You need your lungs I was to say, run. Yeah. And I don't care what you're smoking, like cigarettes, pot, meth, crack. Like nothing that you're going to light on fire and breathe into your lungs is going to be good for him. I was going to say, I feel like, <laughs> the, like she's an Olympic runner. You'd think she hasn't weighed the pros and cons of smoking yeah, weed. Yeah, that's the opposite for a runner at this point, but would help our guy Joey. You think he was high oh. when he had that world record, 76 hot dogs? So. We told you guys the over. The over was the play, baby. Easy. Dude, he was How munching. disgusted are you watching that, though? Like it's makes so, me feel so great, like, dude. Soggy water, like soggy bread, and sh- dude, gross. Oh, no. just, dude, every time I watch I'm the not, transmission, though, how many times did it cut out? Were you watching it live? Yeah, oh my god, several. ESPN Awful. butchered that. That was brutal. They butchered it. But I wanted to throw up. I wouldn't be disgusted. I just feel very patriotic. Proud I mean, it was. I was pretty drunk, very early at that point. He was crushing hot dogs. I had the over. That's a pretty goddamn good day. Get it done. Perspective: How many hot dogs do you eat a year? Not seventy. Maybe ten. Oh, dude, I eat a lot. Way more for you too. By the way, hot dogs are very bad for you, dude. I eat maybe ten. So many more than ten. Six in ten minutes, dude. That's insanity. Like it's just crazy. That is because I think for the average American, they eat about like seventy, like something hot dogs a year. But me, I'm definitely different. I fucking love hot dogs. If Joey Chestnut smoked like the finest. Of finest weeds that Uncle Sam has to offer in one of the X amount of states where marijuana use is legal. How many hot dogs is he putting down? In a setting or like in a time frame? Ten minutes. Like in the same setting. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I he I don't think weed would like help you with speed, right? Because I feel like that point is just speed. Watching him like just yeah. gargle the glizzy. Might soften at that the point. fight. 
I don't you know. might be like a hair less full. Did you also yeah. notice I used the term glizzy gladiators, Dude, which was, was the name of my fantasy football team? I was crying when they said that on live television. They're like so the great. glizzy gladiator himself. I yeah, see, believe ESPN it. definitely went on their fantasy football app. They saw that and they stole my name. <laughs> That's awesome. We're coming for you. Going back to Shikari, though, I can't imagine performing a physical sport of any kind and being high would make me better. No. Like, that's insane, right? No. Oh, dude, we used to, when I was in high school, we used to get drunk before our soccer games. And oh, I would play oh, shit I can do anything if I'm drunk. I would puke. We used to play shit What did you drink? Beer. We just get trashed. Beer? My senior year, dude, there was not one game I played in soccer that I'm. Did I you mean, puke? Yeah, all my all the time. Dude, my senior oh, night, okay. walking up and down the field, parents are like... What is that? And I was like, yeah, I'm hammered. Like, and we won, but like, we, <laughs> we were playing the games all the time, hammered. That was just the way it, it gives was. Gives you that extra level of confidence. Perform- like, when you're exactly. drunk, you're just like, I don't, I'm going to, you know what I mean? Maybe you take a shot that you wouldn't normally do because you think about it and you're just like, oh, I could do this. And then boom. Performance enhancement, beer. Yeah, That's right. This might be a help. crazy take, but I kind of hope the USA women's, like, I don't know, sprinters and relays, like, get roasted. Cause that's fucked, man. Like, Shakara should be, she should be in it. Everybody, I think we can all speak on the yeah. fact we all want to see her run. Yeah, yeah, I think like we it's all that simple. Like, that. dude, I mean, when you really break it down, the people incarcerated for this, even worse than like violent offenders, and you're withholding somebody who displayed a God given talent, and you're saying no because of a guideline. Whereas the people who said no, I bet you they probably have stock in weed companies that are coming up. I would bet a million dollars somebody's got a dollar invested somewhere in the same thing they're scolding in the front office when they're making money off it in the back office. You think she's we a want to see her run. You think she's a plant? Who knows? <sighs> you know what? You know, maybe, uh, maybe, you know, Kamala might help her out. Yeah, no, I she think, might do the right I thing. I think she's done, man. I don't think she I can know, race I mean, at come all. On. Why Kam- wouldn't she? Kamala's bill incarcerated tons of people specifically over say. nonviolent <laughs> offenses, it, which led to nonstop weed arrests and then joked about smoking it in college. Kamala ain't going to help anything like always. Yeah, bro. Fuck that. Um, you know what, though? Talking about this is going to keep making me mad because- Weed is legal in like what twenty plus states at this point. Like it's fucking bullshit. Uh, moving on to the MLB, um, we did walk into Brewworks today. You know our ritual. Uh, we get to Brewworks, the brewery before the lo- or uh, below the lovely podcast room. Uh, we get there, we sit at our you know same spot, we get our beer, and there was an MLB game on, and that MLB game was Angels and Red Sox. So, of course, we had to bet on it, right? So, the boys took Shohei to hit a home run, and it was crazy because as we walk in, we're sitting down, we finally got our beer. Eli looks up, and it's Shohei at bat right now. So, we're rushing on FanDuel, DraftKings, whatever we can get him at to hit a home run. And uh, what was it? He got like a foul tip off the knee. You know, Dude, that was a bad at bat. He yeah, had a couple was... foul tips, the one off the knee where <laughs> he was a fast visi- down the middle too. Dude, visibly like shaken up from like he was hurt for a minute. But what does he do? Yeah, right. The pitch after he uh, foul tips it off his knee, he goes yard, and that was fucking electric. I put it on um, the Lunch Beers Instagram. Go check it out. Uh, yeah, the boys were buzzing though. That was pretty sick. That was awesome. Amazing. Dude, yeah. Who doesn't love to see a home run? I don't. Okay. Anybody but the Red Sox. 
And it was against the Red Sox. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's, yeah, that's that the best. He's a god. He's a god. I was going to say, uh, Jared, how are you feeling about that uh, ticket right now, MVP ticket? Yeah, what do you dude. have, 30 to 1? 35 to 1. That's awesome, man. 30, he had 35. Dude, what was the record he just broke today? Speaking of 30, it was 32? So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in the 30s as well. Um, and Von Vaki was plus 315 in home run today. A lot of threes out there. Shout out to Babe. But show's better, babe. Sorry. Walter Johnson only threw 90. I would strike your ass out. Nah, I think he uh, broke the uh, major league record for most home runs hit by a Japanese-born player. It was Hideki. 31 before. And a full season. Yeah. No, I think it was 31, right? Because he just started 32. Yep, Yep. and show hit 32. He's already at 32. Dude, he hit 32. Hideki was 31 through 162. Shohei's 32 through 81, bro, on the dot halfway through Hideki's campaign. And he has won more than his record-breaking season. Like, what are we going to see out of this guy? Yeah, but you know Where what does he, it stop? You know what he probably won't get that Hideki has? A broken wrist sliding in World's, to catch a shallow ball World in series. left field. World Series MVP, I knew you were going to say that. Let's go, the baby. World Series Godzilla. MVP, baby. Who's your daddy, Pedro? Who's your daddy? Oh, man. Uh, moving on to another sport that uh, I think we're you know we're a lot more into right now just because it's the finals. But Suns and Four, back on. Suns back and, on. I saw a quote. Point God. I saw a quote, actually. I believe it was Abraham Lincoln who said Suns Whoa. and Four. Hey, oh, I, you <laughs> know what though? I believe it. You got to make that a meme now. Yeah, you put it on the IG account. Yeah, yeah, that was great. I can do that. They, Suns and four. You know what though? He is the Suns and four guy has went from like the one of the most like beloved guys across the internet to the most annoying. Like he's just trying to milk this so bad. Did you see today? He's like autographing fucking basketballs and jerseys and shit and trying to sell them. Do you guys see that? The Suns and Four guy? People are wild. Dude, he, run, bro, run it up. You see what happened with Chris Kardashian? Dude, she just knows how to make them, bro, run it up. Suns and Four, he, the, the fans we talked about, that guy's a legend. Make your money, King. Chris yeah. Kardashian should get that tatted on her butt. I feel that, though. It's just like, he was like cool for what he did, and now he's just kind of like going too much. I don't know. Um, the Suns though, the Suns did take the first game. Chris Paul, what, thirty-two points, nine assists. He had himself a fucking game. Yeah, you know uh, who didn't have a game though? Who? Probably Crowder, dude. My man had. Here, here, here's a fun fact for you, Frank. When you were sitting on the couch, you had one less point than Jay Crowder. I just want you to think about that. O for eight. O for eight, bro. He shot five, three, but bold. You imagine you shoot one, three, you miss. You shoot two, you miss. You five, five. And then what did he do? He collected one of two free throws. I, I want to see if he regrets that salsa, bro. I want, I want him to think about that. That's all. You know what? That's pretty funny because before you started ta- uh, talking about Crowder, I was like, what does this hater have to say? But that is pretty funny, though. <laughs> he had that. Like, that was the stat line. Like, come on, dude. Bro, man, at one more point than me, I was asleep. I didn't even, bro, come on. Like, I was asleep yeah. at the end of the game. He was shining 1.33 minutes. What are you doing? Get out of here. Yeah, so he's definitely the reason, uh, not the reason they won. Uh, totally not a part of the equation. Um, we got to keep moving, though. I do want to uh, recap the match for, uh, just because we've been watching a lot of golf lately. Bryson, DeChambeau, and Aaron Rodgers beat Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson. Ooh, I had uh, I had the latter. I had, uh, of course, touchdown Tommy and uh, Philly, the lefty. 
Uh, so that kind of hurt. But, you know, it's whatever. Uh, I thought it was really cool. Montana Golf, though, we have to go. Oh, that place Dude, that gorgeous. place looked gorgeous. I feel like anything with mountains in the background yeah, looks sign cool. Me up. Yeah, like sign me up, right? That, yeah. that place looked awesome. I like how Phil was trying to hit bombs, too. Like, that was yeah. cool. And he's you know making what, fun though? of Bryson. He's like, I'm 55 and I'm out driving you. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Uh, Bryson kind of got a little weird, like with the trash talk and everything, but he's a he weird did, guy. You know what, though? He, he is a weird guy. He did a good job. Um, I feel like it was really entertaining. They just got to like cut like all the random people. Like they had like Obama like come in and talk. That was just weird. They got to cut that out. Just let, you know, the entertaining people entertain us. Um, I just wanted to touch on that real quick. Real, another thing about golf that I have to talk about, which is crazy, is Sung JM and Sue Woo Kim. Um, they are foregoing uh, a golf major next weekend. So not this weekend. Next weekend is the Open Championship, and they are foregoing it to prepare for the Olympics. Uh, the reason for that is... In South Korea, all males between ages 18 and I believe 28 have to have a two-year military, you know, like commitment or whatever on there, you know, just to do it, I guess, if you were born there, which is wild. Like, that's crazy. They're literally skipping one of the biggest golf tournaments to prepare for the Olympics. Uh, So if they medal in the Olympics, they can skip out on serving this two-year sentence in the South Korean army. That's wild, dude. Sentence. That's <laughs> crazy, is, though. It is a sentence because think about sentence. it. Like Over those two years, they could be earning so much more money than just it's, fucking around the military. Yeah. Dude, imagine if that was in America. I would be like, yeah, that is crazy. And we help them, by the way. Like Our military helps them, too. And dude, it's still not enough. That's just, like, Eli and Nikki Q would not survive the military. Let's just be real. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph, you know what I'm cap. talking about. Absolute cap. <laughs> oh, man. No, but that is crazy. Like, people want to talk shit about America, but, like, imagine if all males had to serve in the military. Like, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, I think we learned our lesson after Vietnam. Listen, you're talking to someone that's from the military. I, that's one thing I 100%. If, I, it should almost be a mandatory thing for people 18 to 20 years old. To have oh, to so you agree with that? A thousand percent. Oh, okay. It, it, that's it, spicy. It builds such a different perspective on life, bro. Like, and, and I'm not going to sit here and say my military career was shitty because it absolutely was, but like, you learn a lot of good shit from it, right? And like, one of the main things I could take from it is like, yo, like right now I could talk all this shit on how bad my current job is and corporate job. I'm getting paid to sit behind a computer. Like I get paid to sit behind a computer and make businesses better. Whereas when you're in the military, it's like, yo, dude, like work. When people talk about work. What's the next plate of shit you're going to eat, right? Dude, it's like, <laughs> man, between the hours, you're, people say you're a number, bro. You're the definition of a number. Come yeah. in. There's no clocking in, clocking out 24-7. It's a thing. It's just, we're not going to jump into the whole, I have hours of conversation. We could talk about military stuff, but. Um, we'll save that for another time. Should do, for another maybe, day. Yeah, me and you will talk. Don't but worry. They should do a study yeah. for that, though, like. People's mental health, gratitude. I'm sure you're probably a lot more grateful than the average person our age, Ralph, just for your free time because you experience those things. I I actually had a friend who, uh, my friend June, who was my uh, baseball manager when I played in college my freshman year, and he was one of those people, and we took uh, an intercultural communication class together, and him and I paired up, 
I learned all about like what life is like in South Korea. And that was one of the things that he told me. And um, if he, most people probably don't know him, but he is uh, like not one of those people that you would think that would be like, hey, I'm going to, you know, I should be in the military, right? Or even if I was someone in charge of someone, I went into my battalion. I mean, he gives a pretty mean calf massage, but I don't know if I would like, God forbid, North Korea attacks if I would want him out there. Yeah, I just thought it was crazy, man. Sung Jae is 23 and Su Woo Kim is 26. And they have till I believe they're 28 to figure out some way that they can skip out on their military service. I just thought that was crazy. Imagine man. they like, don't medal too. And then you miss playing in the open. All the money well, from their playing golf in the career open. is finished. They well, can return no, two years later. I wouldn't yeah. say finish because, like I said, Sung Jae is only 23. So he still has till he's 28. Su Woo. Um, he still has two more years. Uh, there's a, I'm sure there's a bunch of other ways to get around this South Korean military service. I they would serve imagine, under mountains right? there too. By the way, they have a, we have a base in South Korea that it's literally Seoul. inside. Yes, yeah, Seoul. Seoul. It, it's on. It's like 36 levels under a mountain. So there's no golf to be played down there for those guys, dude. Yeah, I just thought that was crazy. Uh, moving on to the fight of the week. I mean, one of the, it's got to be one of the biggest fights in UFC history, right, Eli? Eli's literally you know, beating his mates. Yeah, he's, sal- he's, he's literally uh, salivating. Yeah, around. that's the word I was <laughs> Yo, looking for. Thank dude, God I, you said it, Ralph. Oh, my God. Dude, I'm so, I, oh, I can't, yeah, I can't let's wait. Yeah, talk about it, man. I can't wait, bro. I'm so excited. So we got, all right, so let's, let's break it down. McGregor's a little bit on the out right now. Like, I think we can all agree the only, out of his last three matches, he just got beat by Poirier. He beat Cerrone with you know a little shoulder shimmy, and, and the the fight was everybody who paid for that pay per view was pissed off because it was over immediately. And right before that, he got worn down and torn down by Yabib Nurmagomedov. So my, he's on a bit of a rough streak, even though he still has that super celebrity feel. But we have the trilogy of trilogies right now. Like the last trilogy before this, like this was Stipe in DC, and it's nowhere near like the. It's like one of the biggest UFC events in a in a while now because you got the McGregor side just hungry to drink some whiskey and watch him avenge himself. You got the Poirier side, dude. The Louisiana, New Orleans. He's trying to put him down. So like, I we're sitting down, we're watching this fight. Who are you guys feeling? What do you think? We got the poll, but I want to see what you guys think. I was just gonna say it's funny that you said that because I'm a very uh, casual UFC better. But I feel like every time McGregor fights, I have to bet. So I'm going to ride with McGregor. I think this is the lowest odds we've seen him at. I've seen him at like minus 103. That's the lowest odds we've seen him at in a while, I would imagine. Right, Eli? Yeah, he's, I mean, he's always the favorite. Like, to your point, you want to bet him. And like like you said, casual UFC, you know, you watch it. You know it. You, I, we've drank and watched them before. You're familiar, but like it's not your thing. Like you're more confident betting football, things like that. Just the fact that like you just want to bet him like speaks volumes. I think you said it perfectly. I want to drink his whiskey and watch the fight and bet on him, and that's all I want to do. It's got value too. When's the last time you, you know, opening line? He was plus one away. When's the last time you've been able to bet Conor McGregor? He's never around even money. And I mean, dude, even. You know, we put this poll out. We're sitting. We put it out this morning. You know, 
little after yeah, let's a lift. Yeah, hear what our uh, fans got to say. What, yeah, so, who are they on? So we posted up after a lift, you know, almost 2,000 views on this, okay? It's a three-day poll. We're going right into fight day, right? We're going right into Saturday morning. We got 74% of people sitting on McGregor. Wow. 74% are on McGregor. I kind of just want to fade the, him at this but that point. Is, that's it's such you a know, public That's like fighter. one of my things is just fading the public. As two betters, when you see a crowd favorite, your natural instinct is to grab the opposite, opposite side. side. That's where yeah. the volume's at. That's where the value's at, rather, not the volume. That's We know where the volume is. What are you going to... So does that? That's I mean, tough, would something like that change? Bet on. Would it's, it change you? That is, honestly, yeah. That kind of changes my betting perspective. Well, I saw, I'm, I saw a kind of crazy. I saw some crazy bets where like Poirier winning in the fourth or fifth round. I think if he wins in the fourth round, it's like plus I don't know thirteen hundred, and if he wins in the fifth round, it's like plus twenty four hundred. Yeah. That's that's like tempting. I'll tell you what. I think if you want to bet Poirier. Don't like go lay the minus one thirty, or and also don't be the guy that's going to bet it right before the fight. When, I mean, or if there's McGregor money floods in though, pay attention, right? Because yo, if the public's going to be betting him, you might get better odds on Poirier than having to lay one thirty, which was the opening line. But if you like him, yo, go bet the the Lightning, which they could close out the series tonight on July seventh. Bet them in the series price just to win the Stanley Cup. Throw Poirier in there. You'll probably knock Poirier down to like minus one fifteen instead of spending a dollar thirty. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm only taking McGregor, um, but I think if I would bet Poirier, it would be decision. I think I saw it like plus five seventy five. But yeah, Eli, you got anything else on uh, McGregor to uh, make me a little more confident in betting him? Well. The He's got to win, right? The only other thing I have on McGregor is my lock of the week. Oh, which let's is hear it. Connor McGregor, the notorious Connor McGregor. Let's go. Lock it in. Drink your whiskey. Get paid. Drink for free. Enjoy your night. I'll see you. Wow. I love that. See, that's the energy that Connor brings. And that's why I feel like I love him. Dude, when I was just scrolling on Twitter and it was a picture and he tweeted this out. And it was just of like a voice message, and it was just Dustin P head. I'm coming for you, P head. <laughs> like that's just hilarious. So Eli, I love that lock. I'm gonna be riding with you, my guy, McGregor, all day this weekend. Um, Jared, uh, kind of tough uh, lock of the week last week, huh? Yeah. Well, we're one for one now. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, Vanderbilt. Couldn't get there, dude. They got absolutely blown out in Game Three by Mississippi State, and uh, but my other two legs cashed. Uh, well, don't get paid on it, but I was right. I had, so the Bucks and the Suns in the finals. Go Suns! Um, and then the Lightning are easily going to close out the game tonight. Uh, fuck the Canadians. Fuck them. Fuck those guys. Go Lightning. Kucherov's the team, goat. not actual Canadians. Yeah, right? no, the team. The Are team, you the sure? Team. Yeah, yeah. I promise. <laughs> no, I like some Canadians. The people in British Columbia. <laughs> I hope I, you like I get me, along. man. I love you, Frankie. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Vanderbilt. You know, whatever happens, you're gonna lose yeah, some. Yeah. Uh, this week, though, John Deere Classic. I love betting on golf. And uh, Daniel Berger, you can get him in the top ten at even money. And uh, I will be flooding two units on that. And I'm going to bet him down the line. He's 40 to 1 to win. Um, he's like 335 plus in the top five. So 
uh, shop around, go see what you can get. Um, pretty sure he, he's he got a pretty good chance at winning. I think we'll see him in the top five at the end of the week. Yeah, my lock of the week. Um, I'm going to kind of get a little uh, a little freaky here, kind of involve two sports, but I, I really like lightning, money line tonight. Parlay it with the Suns, money line. What is it? Uh, Thursday. This pot will come out before them, but I'll tweet it or come out after them, but I'll tweet it out. Lightning, Suns, parlay, plus 102. Lightning, Suns, parlay, plus 102. I hit on the Hawks twice already. I'm 2-0. and No big deal. That's just what I do for the people. Lightning, Suns, parlay, plus 102. Ralph, any locks for you? First time on the mic. Let's hear it. Ah, man, I'll be honest with you guys. I'm a degenerate gambler, but I don't get I don't bet sports. I don't. But if the opportunity ever presented itself to bet on the entertainment industry and artists most likely to hit on a big platform and have one hell of a following, I would put all my money on Kid Quill, good friend of mine, aka Mitchell Brown. Uh dude, the guy's an absolute hero from Shelbyville, Indiana. Started out small. He's making his way out into the big stages now. Um, he's storing the country, doing a lot of uh, festival circuit stuff, and uh, he's making one hell of a name for himself, dude. Um, I kind of feel like I'm being very biased on it because he is one of the boys, but he's definitely made as well. So, uh, Eli, I know you've heard of Quill before. I know you've listened to some of his stuff. What do you think on it? Sunset Diner. Oh, <laughs> is that <laughs> right? Yeah, quick fun fact there. The opening to Sunset Diner. Uh, Meet Me at Sunset was actually recorded in my apartment in Los Angeles. Well, in North Hollywood, sorry. It's really kind of a big deal. It's kind of cool. It's actually cool. really cool. So the opening piano riff that you'll hear, if those of you look at it, Meet Me at Sunset, open that piano riff, was done in my apartment, 314 Magnolia Avenue uh, for the boys. But yeah. How about it? I mean, obviously, like I knew of Kid Quill before you brought him up, right? The fact that you knew him, which was insane to me. Like I was like, dude, this musician that I like, I'm literally witnessing like, bust through barriers and you're like oh yeah I know he's casually he recorded his album where I you know where I sleep and it's mind-blowing because dude he was like our July 4th weekend like anthem like he's he is if you grew up in my region right I'm 27 years old the Sammy Adams Mm -hmm. he is you see that meme that viral you're not that guy he is (laughs) that guy Dude, he's got a tone. He's, he's got that, that vibe. Guy. Yeah, he's got that vibe. He's got that style, dude. Definitely make the party go. Uh, Kid Quill, give it a listen, guys. Let us know what you think. I know he's out there listening. Shout out, Mitch. Love you, dog. Uh, listen, guys, socials, everything like that for the lunch pot. I appreciate you guys having me on here. I know I normally produce and edit this thing for you guys, but since Nick Q's out, I'm happy I could step in. So check us out on all the socials, guys. Podcast room, lunch beers pod. Check out the tweets. I know the guys are pumping them out all the time. Be on the lookout, guys. A lot more content coming, especially in that beer uh, category here. Working out a lot of big stuff coming up with the local breweries here. Can't wait to produce that stuff for you guys. So any last words, gents? I got nothing. Just... uh Cheers, guys. Yeah. Thanks for joining me. Cheers. Yeah. Hell yeah. Thanks, guys.